My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here. We have another exciting interview ahead of us today. The guest I'm bringing on, Dawn Taylor, author, speaker, trainer. She's also the owner and CEO of The Taylor Way, where she does personal and business trauma coaching. She's also the host of Taylor Way Talks podcast. Thank you so much for making the time to jump on today, uh, Don Taylor, I appreciate everything and you taking the time out of your day because I know how busy you are. Um, super excited for today. We're going to have some great conversation. We'll go over some wins, what's working, some of the challenges, and we'll have some great takeaways. So um, thanks so much for jumping on. How's it going? It is going so good. I am a lover of Mondays. So <laughs> it's good. It's great. And thank you so much for having me. I am so honored to be here. It is such a pleasure to have you here and I'm really excited for, for today. But before we really jump in um, into the interview questions, would you mind just, you know, giving us a little bit of your story, your background? How did you get to where you are today? Because you're absolutely kicking butt out there and I think you're doing fantastic. And I'd love to share a bit of your story with the people listening today before we really get into the interview. Absolutely. So I think the biggest was people often ask me, they're like, how did you become a trauma specialist? Like, how did you end up doing this? Because most people go, I want to help people and then go do schooling, right? Or they just right. start a business. And mine was kind of the opposite. It started with a life riddled with trauma, where it was everything from rejection, right? From conception of my parents, um, broken back, sexual abuse, eating disorders, suicide attempts, had a brain aneurysm and almost died at 17, infertility, drug addiction, death of a parent, a parent abandonment of a parent. Like I'm talking crazy. Like yeah. my world has been, I always joke that it's been beautifully horrific and horrifically beautiful. Right. And I sat in a psychologist's office crying and I was asking her, I was like, tell me what to do. And she's like, what? And I was like, I laid it all out. I was like, this is all of the stuff I've been through. These are all of my major traumas. Tell me you have a plan. Tell me you have a plan of how you're going to heal me because I can't, I can't live in my head any longer. And she looked at me and it was like her jaw dropped. And it was like, it felt like she was too, I was too much, right? Like my story was too big for her. I was too much for her. And yet again, I was going to hurt someone with my story and I was just too broken to function. And so I had a conversation with my husband about, I'm going to take one year of my life and do anything and everything to try to heal myself. And if right. it doesn't work, then I'm gone. I can't, I can't do this. And I know it sounds dramatic, but man, when you've been to the depths of hell, which I'm guessing some of your listeners have been, you know, that yeah. feeling of like, I can't, I cannot actually keep doing this. And so I started really looking at the science behind it of like, what actually do you need to heal trauma? What actually happens psychologically? What happens physically in your body when trauma happens? How do all of these things tie into it? And what's interesting is I owned a business at the time. And so it was like, how is this playing into my business, into who I hire, how I manage, how I lead, how I 
negotiate a contract, like, right? Like, how is this all intertwined and connected? And I started doing the research. I started going to conferences, taking courses, doing everything to heal. And over the course of the year, did downright miraculous work on myself. I know it sounds funny, but no, I that year I figured out how to live, how to believe, how to actually, to the core of my being, believe I was worth fighting for and to do the work and heal a lot of the trauma. And so in that people started asking me for advice. So from the outside watching, because I've always been really vocal about what's happened to me in, and not in a needing pity way, but in a like, wow, Don, you really changed over the summer. It was like, well, yeah, my uncle sexually abused me 14 times. Of course I changed. Right. Like things like that. Like yeah. I was just, I, w- I never had sh- the shame attached to a lot of it. The same as a lot of people did because right. I was like, what if we actually talked about these things. Uh-huh. What if, what if we actually had these conversations? Would it stop a lot of it from happening? But would it also give people a different way to be like, wow, somebody else gets me. I don't I feel so alone in my pain right now. Right. And so, yeah, people started asking me for advice and I'm busy running my business and doing my thing. And like, I had a pretty right. busy time and, and it turned into like one coffee date a day of helping someone through something. And then it was two and then it was five. And then it was like, I need to hire staff to run more of my business because I'm so busy having coffee dates with people and walking them through all of their stuff and their pain and their trauma and helping them heal. And it was a friend one day and she's like, look, you helped heal my marriage. You helped me double my business. She's like, I fired my therapist, my psychologist. I'm off all my meds. She goes, and all we did was like every other week we went for breakfast for the last like eight months. And now I'm like killing it. You really need to charge people for this service. And that's really where it started from. It started from if someone else out there also is not getting what they need from therapy. If someone else out there is also feeling too broken to be helped. If someone else out there is in their business going, I don't even understand why my business isn't working in the way that it should, or why I'm reacting to people the way that they are, or, you know, why am I so scared to return a phone call? Like, why am I reject, like so scared of rejection and you know, and they can't get the answers that they want. I was like, Hey, I just want to help. I just love people. And I'm like, I want to be there for people that are like, I need that support. I need that help. And so that's really where it all started. And then it was clients that were like, can you please start a podcast talking about hard stuff and just having like opening it up for difficult conversations? Because I'm the queen of walking into a conversation and people always laugh at me for it. They're always like, Oh, there's, there's Dawn saying something crazy again, but I'm the queen of walking into a conversation when people are like, Oh, it's fine. And skirting around the issue. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. let's talk about how our parents taught us to think of money. How did your parents teach you? What did you learn about money? You guys talk about money and people are like, you're talking about money, right? Like you can't do that, but why not? But why not? Why why can't you talk about it? 
why can't we have these hard conversations? Why can't we celebrate a win of how much money we made? Why, why can't we talk about the effects of something that's happened to us in our lives? And, and how, how it's affected shows, everything. Right. How that shows up in relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I like I love, not that I love, but I do. I love adding a human element to a hard conversation and to something that's happened to someone to go, hey let's talk about how hard it was to fire your business partner. Let's talk about how hard it was to, how hard it is to be the caregiver of a sick spouse and the good, the bad, and the ugly of that in a marriage. Let's talk about the fact that, and these, like, these are all podcast episodes, right? Let's talk about death of an infant from a child, from a dad's perspective, not a mom's. Right. 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 Like, let's talk all about the it. things that we usually don't talk about are the things that you are bringing forward, which I think is so important. And oh, I'm just, let's do it. Unique let's talk about because no one things. talks about it. Yeah. <laughs> I love well, that often, you're doing that. Thank you. Often it's done in such a sensationalist way too, where it's like, Ooh, tell me the nitty gritty and let's, let's dive in. And I'm like, no, it's not about that. Right. Let's just have a really beautiful conversation about like, where did this start? What happened? How has this played out? Right. Right. What do people need to know? What do you wish people were, knew about this? What do you wish people were talking about? Absolutely. Well, I love no- that. I love that you're bringing that to the table because so much of it gets pushed, you know, pushed away. No one cares. No one cares to talk about it. And it's important to talk about it. Well, People assume that nobody cares when there are people out there that will listen and will help you through it. And I think, you know, just for others to know that, you know, they're not alone. It's great that you're able to talk to people about this kind of stuff so that others hopefully one day also will be open to sharing their story and their struggles, right? Well, and just to, I don't know, it's it's been really interesting, even like the comments that I've gotten and the feedback I've gotten from people where like even my own sister was like, I just cried in a parking lot for an hour and a half listening to one of your episodes because I had no idea that that's how you felt about this specific situation around our mom's death. And it's like, I get it now. And I feel like I have permission to grieve differently, right? I've gotten messages from people going, oh my gosh, I saw how I didn't react to my family in the right way or in the correct way or the healthy way in a situation. And I wanted to thank you for your vulnerability and for the vulnerability of your guest, because this is now allowing me to go and like, ask my family for an apology, like apologize to them and start shifting my behaviors. Right. Because I think that like our intentions are so pure, Mm -hmm. right. But we also just, actually have no idea right so when somebody is dealing with a health crisis with a child when somebody is dealing with struggles in business when someone is dealing with any of these hard things we cocoon naturally right we almost like fetal position cocoon back in right right in a weird way to be like "Ah, i can't handle this (laughs) yeah but unless someone's been through it they don't know how to talk to you they don't know how to open up conversation. They don't understand what you're going through, but because we're so scared of offending someone or being canceled or hurting someone's feelings or saying the wrong thing, we go mute. 
and we yeah. don't talk. And then that person feels so isolated and like there's shame attached to what they're going through. Where if we can just like, if I can help people open up that conversation so that it's like, oh, you know what? No, no, no. I heard about this. This is what I need to ask you. This is what I should be saying right now. This is how I need to show up to support you right now. And I don't need to talk to you about it because I actually like, I know this now. Right. 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 I think it'll bring a different level of just like compassion and humanity to people. Absolutely. I think it's so important that that is the route you're taking because um, like I said, there's not a lot of people that, that do this and it's so unique of you to do it because and we need more people like you. <laughs> we really do. So that more people can keep coming in and sharing their story and not being shamed. So I love what you're doing. And like I said, I appreciate you coming on today because um, this interview I was really excited about just because you do target the spots that never got get talk, uh, talked about and stuff like that. So it's, it's awesome. It's different. <laughs> it is, but it's great. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank welcome. Because you. so much of it just gets overlooked, right? It does. And it's it's not fair because nobody knows how it truly affects someone, right? No, nobody does. And so, yeah, it's between the coaching and the podcast. That's that's my passion. I always say, I'm like, <laughs> think you're too broken? Challenge accepted. Let's do this. <laughs> I love it. Oh, good for you, my, my friend. I'm so happy. Kind of I'm my so jam. happy that you- yeah, I'm so happy you found a passion for it because you're and you're making a difference in people's lives, which is huge. So I'm excited to, to our interview. Um, we all know that with building a six figure or higher business, um, oh. it comes with lots of wins. But what are some of the biggest challenges that you've you faced during building your business? Oh, my goodness. Some of the biggest challenges I faced are the industry that I'm in is a really toxic industry, right? Like there's, there's okay. a lot of people with like, the intentions are good. The intentions are pure on wanting to help people, but people don't have training. They don't have certification. They don't have insurance. There's like, there's a lot of garbage and a lot of people that are like, no, I just like to give advice. So I think I'm going to become a coach and then charge a ton of money. And so there's a lot of damage that happens. And so Part of like one of my biggest challenges has been trying to break that stigma, right? Okay. It's like, no, 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 I'm not just a life coach. That's not, that's not what I am. And it's, it was um, some psychologists that I actually did trauma work with them as their coach in the States where they're like, you're not a life coach. Like that's, that's not who you are. That's really not what you do and how you function. And I was like, no, I really don't. And it was another client that came up with the ask kicker, hope giver thing, right? As my job title, because they're like, no, 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 that's what you do. And so that's been a huge challenge. It's also okay. like everybody, like the stay in your own lane, right? You see what everybody else is doing and wanting to help all of the problems. And it's like, no, 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 get back in your lane. <laughs> like, you know what you're good at. You know what your forte right. is. You need to stay there and not constantly be like, Oh, but I should launch this thing. And I should be doing this thing. Cause everybody else is doing these things instead of like truly staying true to who I am and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Those have been really big. And then hiring staff, finding the right people to work with, like align with your visions and passions. Yes. And because of the work I do, because I 
because of the trauma level of stuff that I do too, it's, right. you never know what, like, I can't just hand over my inbox because I don't know what emails are coming in. So it's just right. a different job, right? You never so know. You have a lot on your plate that you can't really hand over that, that easily, right? Right. It's not like I can just go hire a VA somewhere and be like, no, it's fine. Take over all of these things and schedule all of these things and do all of these things. There's just different, there's different struggles in that. Right. right. Like I can't, I, well, I probably could, but I don't want to schedule, you know, five rape victims back to back to back to back to back in a day in my calendar. Right. right. Not an option of using like a Calendly or something and have yeah. people schedule themselves because I need to know who the client is, what we're working on. If I think it might go short or go long or like right. what area we're going to dig in. Right. So there's just some interesting. That only you can really take care of around that, that have probably been the biggest one. Cause a lot of people are like, no, just hire people. And it's like, oh yes, yes. I can hire out a lot, but there's some stuff that it's me. Like only I right. can actually do that. Absolutely. Oh, and even That's with a tough. podcast, right? Even with a podcast is, unless I know the person prior, I'm not jumping on a podcast with someone until we've done at least like a 15 minute zoom to be like, hi, Consultation. Tell me mm-hmm. your story. how deep are you willing to go? What are you actually willing to talk about? And if I start questioning you in that consultation and you're a blubbering mess, you're not ready to talk about it on my podcast. Right. Right. So you're very, you're very clear. I have to protect you in that. Yeah. Right. And so things are very different. Absolutely. You're, you've got a clear like idea of, you know, who's coming on the podcast and if they're ready for it to, before they even jump on. And do you like, so with the, I guess, um, going off of the interviews, I know you do some solos as well. How many interviews do you do a week? Um, right now. So knowing kind of how my, so, okay. So for starters, I'm like a super organized logistics girl. Okay. So right now I'm releasing a podcast every other Monday. Okay. And knowing winter, knowing other courses I'm launching, um, the Taylor way Academy this winter. So I'm, I've created a bunch yeah, I'm super excited, but I've created a bunch of courses for current coaches or people that are in business to be like, no, 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 I want to expand. And I just want a different level of knowledge, but super unconventional, right? So all of my weird out of the box stuff that I do with clients, I'm actually going to teach it. I'm going to teach it to people so that they can use it with their clients, but also like How do you start a business doing this? Everything from how you set up a coaching room to how you take notes to like, what kind of insurance do you need to like, how to read intake paperwork? Like, how do you actually read intake paperwork and what can you read into it and what you can't kind of ideas? Um, So I have that coming up. I'm also launching the Limitless Broker Academy um, with one of the top mortgage brokers in Canada digging into like, how do you become like the most outstanding mortgage broker? So we have everything from advanced underwriting to the client experience, all your processes, procedures, templates, email templates, like everything, but also like the headspace. Okay. How do you deal with all the, like the psychology aspect of that as well? So knowing all of this is coming up, I've been recording like crazy for the last few months. 
Okay. So that I have a lot banked and ready to go. Right. Right. That's very so, smart to do. Yep. Yeah. So that they're ready to go in advance so that I'm not floundering the day before being like, shoot, I have to put out an episode right now. Right. right? So like this week I'm doing three last week I did two. Um, and then I think I have like two or three more. Well, I have about five more this month. I think I'm doing, but then I'm going to take a break for a couple months while I launch everything else and work through everything else. And then I'll come back to doing more interviews again. Absolutely. Well, and I, I, I like the sounds of that. Then you're, you know, you, <laughs> you're preparing for the future and how everything is going to be coming up into place. You know, you have a lot going on. So you're, you're banking those and so that they're ready to put up as, as you get busier and busier, which is very smart. So love that. Um, when did you start your podcast? I know we talked about it a bit before, um, the actual interview, but when did you start it and what were your intentional actions with, with starting it? For sure. So I started it, we just launched a few months ago. Um, it was actually launched on the date that I was sexually abused. And so dates have always been a big thing in my head. They've always been like, they've stuck. So I can tell you like April 7th was the brain aneurysm, right? Like, like different dates like that. Like they've all stuck in my head. So when I was talking to my team about launching the podcast, I was like, okay, I need to pick one of the hard dates in my life and make it into something beautiful and amazing and attach meaning to it. And so it ended up being a really big push last minute to do it on that date, but it launched on August 14th. Because the 14th and 15th were the dates of the childhood sexual abuse I had dealt with. And so it was something about like, my voice was supposed to be shut up about that situation. And so it felt really cool to launch a podcast talking about all the things we're not supposed to talk about or that no one talks about on that date. Something I love love that. (laughs) There was something really powerful to me about that. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. And so, yeah, we launched then my big intentional actions were, like I said, I'm, I'm big on logistics. And I think that one of the reasons why people fail in business and why we feel like we're failing even in everyday life is we don't plan anything. Right. So we're always so in the present moment and the urgency of right now that we're never looking in the future and in building a house, they call it like a build back schedule. Right. So it's like, okay, if we're doing touch up paint on this day, then how long before that do we need to put in baseboards? And how long before that do we need to put in flooring? Right. Like, right. Do this whole schedule. And I think, no, I truly believe that that's one of the biggest struggles in just human life right now is that everything in our world is so instantaneous and it's so urgent. Right. Like, we sit down and we're frustrated if our Netflix pauses for a second and you know, if Instagram won't load a video fast enough, and if an email isn't responded to fast enough, but it's, it stopped us from being critical thinkers. And so we haven't taught ourselves how to go, Hey, if I'm launching a podcast on the 15th, how long do they need to get everything up to date? Oh, okay. Well, that takes us to August 1st. Right. Okay. So then at, on August 1st, I need to make sure I have all these episodes done. How long is it going to take me to record all those? Oh, okay. I need to backtrack that and then schedule those things in. To make sure it happens all in time. Okay. Right. To make sure it happens on time. So that's mm-hmm. where I'm, 
my husband always laughs and says I should be a logistics coordinator for like the CIA. <laughs> how am I thinking? <laughs> Challenge people in business or launching a podcast or anything to really start thinking in that way. Right. Is think about it backwards. Think about it from like your end product backwards. That is so smart. Yeah. What is you, what do you, where do you so want to be and how are you going to get there? hundred mm-hmm. percent. Right. It gives you mm-hmm. so much more success in writing a book. When I wrote my book, people were like, how are you going to get it done? And I said, well, if I have to do 95,000 words and I can type 1500 words in a day, I need this many days of typing. So if I calendar like back, <laughs> right. This yeah, is when I yeah. start. This is how that's going to go. And so I love it. I love the way you're thinking though, you know, but, but it's such an easy way to look at your podcast even and go, Oh, okay. So right now I don't want to do interviews in December when it's Christmas and mayhem and crazy and everything else. So why can I not schedule those in October? Right. And that's where I think that that was a really big piece of it. I also sat down and really, really identified the exact thing I wanted to talk about, what my intentions were behind it. My intentions were to allow people to heal, to give permission to people to heal, but to also give a safe space for somebody to talk about their story. Right. Right. So with that, with my intentions behind it, and this will probably play in 20 future questions, I don't allow any sales on my podcast. So I will say what they do at the beginning And at the end, I will be like, in all of our show notes, you can link to like all of their stuff. This is the kind of stuff that they do. This is what they have to offer. This is a gift that they have for you or discount code or whatever. But that's it. Like, I don't allow Mm -hmm. sales because I'm like, no, that's not what this is about. And I don't ever want a listener to feel like they're being sold in in a vulnerable moment. Absolutely. And I think the way you're doing it is great because then they don't feel that pressure and also just, they feel like they're actually being heard. They're, they don't, you know, you're not just trying to make a sale, you know, which no. is great. I think that it's, it's really good about, the way. Mm-hmm. It's not about, thank you. Sorry. I keep interrupting you. <laughs> it's not about me selling to them or like trying to sell my services as a coach. Like if they want to call me up and be like, Hey, can we talk hundred percent? but that's not my intention behind it has never been that. And so I really laid that out. And with that, put really healthy boundaries on it, but also like very, very firm rules Mm -hmm. and even to people coming on it. And I've stopped, I've stopped halfway through recording. And I've also said no to some people that I know would get me a ton of downloads and no would get me a ton of like, you know, all the metrics because I've heard them talk enough that I know that they can't talk without selling. Right. Right. Yeah. It's not great to be salesy on a podcast, especially when your vision is totally different for your podcast. Like you're not, you're, you're bringing people in to share their stories and talk about, you know, stuff like that. It's not a time to, you know, try to make sales or have them take, say, uh, try to make sales and stuff like that to promote themselves. No. Love that though. What does your, um, what does your dream guest look like that you want to bring on a show? Like, do you have a certain criteria that they would have to meet to get on the show? Um, how does that work? So the biggest is they have to be an eight out of 10 or higher on vulnerability level. Okay. That is the biggest. I have no issues if it's controversial. I have no issues if it's a topic that most people wouldn't touch. I have no issue with a lot of that. The biggest is 
it's not out to be mad. It's not out to like blame people. It's not, it's not about that. It's going, no, this is what happened. This is where it started. Like, this is kind of how it's played out. This is what I wish people were talking about. This is what I wish people knew and done in a really natural way. And so, no, I don't have huge metrics on it, but one of the biggest is like, on a scale of one to 10 being one, I don't even want, like, I need someone to like mask my voice and 10 being, oh no, like, what do you want to know? I'll tell you anything and everything and dive into the nitty gritty. I need you at least at an eight. Right. Okay. Cause I think a lot of the damage, sorry, keep going. No, no, no. You, you go ahead. I was just going to ask and continue what you were going to say. Well, I think a lot of the damage in vulnerability right now is there's vulnerability without depth. And so there's right. like, there's like this weird surface vulnerability that's happening. And so it's like, oh yeah, this thing happened to me, but that's all I'm willing to say. And then right. that's also and then it gets nowhere. people to feel seen and heard or understood. Right. Right. So, no, those are my metrics that's about it. Amazing. And with your po- uh, pod- podcast, <laughs> with your podcast, um, what is the biggest focus that you have for the coming year? I know we touched here and there about, you know, your plans. I know up till December, you got busy and stuff. So you've, you've pre, um, pre-recorded and stuff like that so that you're ready. But what about for 2023? What is your biggest desire? What is your biggest goal with the podcast? So biggest goal is to be in more countries, right? Mm -hmm. Is just to like grow it and expand it. Um, Especially because I think that with everything that's gone down over the last two years, they're like, we're weirdly pitted against each other, even as countries right now. Right. Like just as humans, there's just been so much garbage that's gone on, right? And the hurt and the pain and everything else. Um, So I really want guests from other countries from other cultures talking about stuff. Like I want someone from Iran right now talking about what's what what they wish people knew that about what good. it was like to be raised there. Right? I love like, that. Yes. I really want different cultures. Yes. To really like open that up, right? To open that up where it's like, no, no, no. Let's actually let's talk about this. Like let's get to mm-hmm. know each other. And not in a what we're watching in the news way, but like, what was it like to be raised there? What was it like to live through the war? What was that like? How hard is it right now being in Canada or in the States or somewhere else and watching what's going on there? And so I actually have a few people I'm talking to this week about that um, because I have some clients from Iran. So I have a meeting tomorrow night. Actually, I'm talking to a woman about that to see if she'll do my podcast and talk about that to really just- bring a voice to what's going on. So that is a big, a big one that I really want to do this next year. I do also want to build it out to be weekly. So I had started it every other week, just knowing commitment wise, my clients always come first. So needing to make sure that that focus could stay, but it's also building into something and I'm starting to get random messages from people and calls from people all over the world going, Hey, I want to tell my story is that okay? And I'm like, yes, let's do that. I like, love that. So they're coming to you. Yeah. So how do you, that's my biggest push. 
biggest push. Okay. And how did you find, um, you know, the guest that is interested in connecting with you from Iraq? Um, did you reach out or how did that work? Oh, from Iran. No, I actually have. Oh, Iran. Um, sorry. Yeah. I actually have three clients right now from Iran. How did you get clients from Iran? I'm just curious. That's incredible. <laughs> Um, long story, but, um, I worked with a teenage girl here who was really struggling with bullying that okay. turned into her, she was adopted into a family from Iran that lives in Canada and then and just referral based spread from okay. there. Wow. So, yeah. so no, I think you're doing is incredible. Oh, Love it. Just, so your plan is to pull <laughs> Just trying grow, to help over here. Yeah. So your plan is to grow um, globally, you know, have voices heard from all over yeah. the world. I, well, I really like that idea. Mm-hmm. If we can do, um, I know someone asked the other day about sponsorships of like, well, what if, you, you know, people reach out and they want to sponsor your podcast? Like, what if I wanted to sponsor your podcast as a business? And one of the things that I actually genuinely like to do with that is to do a percentage of whatever the proceeds are of that go to a charity that could benefit whatever it is we're talking about. Right. So if it's like, um, I have a woman wanting to come on and talk about what it's like to be raised as a black woman in Canada when she's, her family has been here for more generations than most. Right. And the struggles around that and what it was like to live through Black, Black Lives Matter, right? Well, then let's donate money to that. You know, like if there is a sponsorship, right. then right. put money towards that kind of charity. Um, just to, I don't know, it's just a, I'm a contribution junkie. What can I say? I like, I like <laughs> it. It's compelling. It's, it's, it's awesome what you're doing. Right. So that's where, so, like if anyone does, like if anyone does want to sponsor in the future like that's the kind of thing I'd be looking at is like that's okay. fine but this is the percentage and I'd be very open about it like 50% of that this is going to a charity or you know whatever it is right that's incredible I I love what you're doing for this this place honestly um because to be able to talk to someone and be heard and and you know not shame and not alone like that's huge and that's what you're doing for these people which is amazing and I think like growing globally will oh my gosh the lives will impact well it's incredible can you imagine can you imagine if somebody across the world understood you right 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 when it's that is like but life is so perfect in North America and it's like no people here are struggling too just different so what if we felt open to actually like share stories not compare stories share stories not compare I love that yes like if what if that's what we were doing man I should write that (laughs) yeah I've got it too (laughs) so Dawn based on where you are today uh if you were to double or triple your profit and revenue in one year what are some of the new challenges you might face what are some of the changes that you might have to make The biggest shift would be the numbers of trauma versus personal and business coaching I'm doing, right? Because there's a cap on that. Um, The second shift would be, I also fight a very rare severe thyroid disease in the background. And so I have a bandwidth and a capacity of what I can actually do. Right. 
right? That is, that is just my reality and I'm doing amazing, but it's because I have to manage it really well. Um, the third is dealing with all of like the social media and the algorithms and marketing and all of those things. So with everything I'm launching right now, those have been a lot of conversations I've been having with marketing companies and digital companies and all of those things to be like, okay, no, what is it you do? What do you offer? Do you align? Right. Um, I'm not quick to just buy in to buy in. It's something that within the values of my company, I like to support single mothers. I like to support single parents. I like to support people that have been through stuff that, you know, are fighting to create a better lives life for themselves. And so you know, right now, instead of using like an automated program, I hired someone to do some transcripts for me. Right. But she's a right. widowed mom three and is starting a business doing this and phenomenal at it. Right. So it's like, it's, it's holding my values, holding my boundaries, holding my morals and my ethics and all of those things and still managing to find who I need to create that income. Right. Absolutely. Finding the right people. Yeah. Finding the right people and also sticking to, you know, your boundaries and holding the values, everything like that. Everything, there's a lot that goes into place with, um, with growing the business, you know, and um, I completely understand. It's not just money. Everyone thinks it's like got to make money, but that's when, that's when greed comes in. That's when, yeah. We lose ourselves. Right? When, yeah. When we're all we're concerned about is the money, money, money. You don't, you're not holding your value. You're not aligned with your visions and what you actually care about. Like, and, and people can see through that. Right. So yeah. I, I love, I love everything that you're doing. And it was absolutely a pleasure to have you on today, Dawn. And I, I hope to get you back on in the future as well, just to see how everything's going. Really enjoyed our conversation today the takeaways and everything from it. So pleasure having you and thank you so much. But before we jump off, if anyone's looking to connect with you, what would be the best way about going ahead and reaching out to you? So my website is the taylorway.com or no, .ca, sorry, I should know that. The Taylorway. Um, And Instagram, I'm on Instagram a lot these days. So it's the Taylorway now. And yeah. Don Taylor, the ass kicker, hope giver. Woohoo! Gotta love it. Was it was an absolute <laughs> pleasure having you on, Don Taylor. And uh, we'll get you back on in the future because I want to see how it's going globally. And um, yeah, I think it's absolutely amazing what you're doing. So thanks again thank for taking the time out of your day. So absolutely. Thank you. Group of- absolutely no problem group if you're listening and enjoyed please like and subscribe if you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on the podcast just like don did today uh, and to get interviewed please go to podcastrebels.com we'd love to interview you as well thanks again everyone thank you so much don and catch you on the next episode bye guys Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. 
One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.